You're listening to SA Talk, San Antonio's favorite podcast for discussions around the Alamo City. I'm Zach, your favorite retirement advisor. And I'm Erica, San Antonio's favorite transplant. Welcome into SA Talk. This is Monday, December 6th. Back with Erica. Erica, what's going on? We have a lot to talk about today, huh? Yes. Yes, we do. I'll be honest with you. You know, I try to be transparent on here and I've, I've kind of grown to be a little comfortable in speaking to the listeners after doing this about 80 times for the podcast. <laughs> I am feeling it after, after this weekend. And of course, we're recording this. Usually we record on Saturday. Today we're recording on a Sunday, the Sunday before the episode coming out. Mm-hmm. I've had two full bottles of Pedialyte this weekend. I'll be, uh, again, completely <laughs> honest. It's, it's been a rough weekend, probably the complete polar opposite of your weekend because yours had to do with a little bit of exercise, which we'll talk about later. But it's funny that we've both been drinking Pedialyte. It seems like it's been for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. Uh, so I mentioned last week that my girlfriend's birthday was coming up. And so Amanda's birthday was on the first. Oh, it was during- happy birthday, Amanda. It was during the week. So we didn't really do much as far as like going out. Um, she did have the day off. So, of course, we spent time together, went out to dinner, stuff like that. Like I mentioned on the podcast, she had been wanting to go out for years now for her birthday, whether it be COVID, whether it be vacation. We just didn't have time to do it. So this time around, um, we decided to go to La Roca, which I'm not a huge <gasps> fan of La Roca. I mean, it's a cool place. It, it's a it's cool okay. place. It's a I'm cool enough place. I'm a fan for us. It's okay. It, it, it's a cool place. It's Love the spot. It's good Well, music. so here's the thing. And, and this is just my own experience. Not that I go there all the time. To me, the the music is hit or miss. <gasps> and, and the reason I say that is because there has been two occasions where we've went and they oh had my. like rock music kind of. And I'm like, ah, I'm not coming here. I'm not going Blast out to, to drink for rock music. I go to La Roca for more of like the Latin kind of like hit, Latin <laughs> hip hop, like that kind of thing. That's, that's what I'm going there for. But uh, Amanda's best friend, Stephanie, she said she knew the DJ who was usually there. So she was like, don't worry, we got it. And I was like, all right. That was Saturday night. The night before was of course the big UTSA game for the conference championship, which we're going to talk about here in a second. And so, as you could imagine, when there's a little bit of tailgating involved, you know, did a little bit of drinking on Friday night, did a whole lot of drinking on Saturday night. (laughs) And so, it's just been a long weekend for myself. Uh, But hey, so you went to the UTSA game though, right? I did. I I went. (laughs) I I was (laughs) I wasn't as good of a a fan, I guess, as, as I'm I saw you be for sure. <laughs> well, um, I, I liked our seats this time around. I, yeah. I sat, I think you saw like the picture, but like I sat on the club level, which I've done the last three games or so. Mm-hmm. But this time I sat like directly in the middle. Like it was like a perfect picturesque, yeah. you just like portrait of UTSA. And you posted it and everybody else agrees that it was the best picture ever. It was a ton of fun. We had the biggest crowd in years. I think it was the third largest attendance in, in, in UTSA history. But what a great game. You know, the, the season kind of, it's not totally over. They still have a bowl game coming up, up in Dallas or Frisco, I guess. But that was the goal at the beginning of the year was to win a conference championship. That's what they set their sights on. That's what they wanted to do. They'd never done it before in any conference they've been in in their short history. And they did it. They won for the city of San Antonio. They won for the fans. They won for the students um, and for the business community that really rallied behind UTSA football this year. I think they did it. You know, and I think it was so huge. I was thinking they were going to lose. I'll be honest with you. My prediction was that they were going to lose. Yeah. I even told my brother and he kept giving me crap for it afterwards. But I thought they were going to lose. But it was it was a lot of fun. I don't know your experience. I know you said you were there for, for a good part <laughs> of the game. 
but but I, I had a lot of fun. We tailgated a little bit before. Um, got to go and see Jared from the Alamo Dome Audible podcast. Got to see good friend Ernie Zuniga from Fox 29 in the morning. So they were having a good time. It was it was a lot of fun. I want to hear what you had to say. I mean, what, what ah. did you get to? <laughs> did you get to? Uh, what was your your experience? I mean, anything My good? My experience was problematic. I don't know. I guess, ma'am, if you're out there listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm sorry. But basically what happened was um, I got student section tickets as well because my friend is attending UTSA still. And so she got me tickets and we showed up late because by the time we got out of work, we could barely like get to the game on time. And so we were late and she swore that she saved us. My friend said that she saved us tickets. I'm sorry, seats near her and that I was under the impression that they were general admission. You could sit wherever you want tickets. So we sat down to enjoy the game for a while, but then, yeah, there was somebody that was in attendance and she was not very happy with us, like essentially sitting where we don't belong or we're not, you know, we didn't pay for those seats. So then it wasn't student section. No, apparently not. But I didn't know, like, I didn't know. I swear I didn't know. It wasn't because it wasn't even in the lower bowl, but I figured, okay, so student section got filled. So they're funneling us up to the third floor oh, thing. Okay, so that's, the, that's what, under the impression I was under. That's not at all what it was. It. And so, sorry, ma'am, but also <laughs> you were very mean to me. <laughs> and I wasn't ready. Well, because I also like, full disclosure, I wasn't necessarily sober. Uh, <laughs> so her being mean <laughs> to me really like just put me over the edge and I was so sad, you know, like I overreacted in the sad way. And so I was just like, uh, we ended up leaving a little early. But what we did see, obviously, was amazing. I, my boyfriend said the same thing. He's like, the predictions don't look really good, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want you to go in there with an open mind. <laughs> he was like prepping me in case we lost. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, that's not what happened. And it was such an exciting game. I loved it. I know I've given shout outs to my girlfriend before for just like sticking with me through football season because I feel like I ask a lot mm-hmm. during football season. And, you know, and, and I'm sure you, you've mentioned before that <laughs> with, with John, you know, with fantasy football and then yes. like actually watching football. So like, I know it can be a lot. You know, I, I am proud to say that like I went to every regular season home game except for one. Mm-hmm. But if you add the conference championship, that is the six games that are usually played <laughs> during the regular season. So pretty much I went wow. to six games for the first time since I was a student, to be honest with you. And again, shout out to my girlfriend, Amanda, for going to, I, I think we counted it earlier this morning. She went to four games with me. Like I was proud of her because she's never gone to that many games, like in one season with me. Usually it's just here and there. Mm-hmm. She'd go with me, but she had a lot of fun and she even admitted that she's been paying more attention. Like she gets basketball. She's been watching the Spurs for years. She's a native San Antonian. Um, even baseball since pretty much since we've been dating, since I'm a huge fan of the Dodgers, they usually play in the West Coast. They play late at night. So we usually watch that as we're kind of going to sleep during baseball season. She gets baseball. She gets <laughs> basketball. Football season has always been confusing for her and, and football. <laughs> and I know it can be sometimes a little confusing, but she's gotten to the point where she's enjoyed it. And I Mm -hmm. think because UTSA has had these exciting games recently, that added to that excitement and that enjoyment of the game. We had our neighbors there, our friends there. I mean, we were rolling like probably 15, 16 deep, like sitting in there. So we were just high-fiving everyone. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Of course, it was an exciting game. And I know we almost let them come back. But again, we, we walked away from the Alamo Dome that night with the trophy. Awesome. And seeing a lot of the uh, the buildings around San Antonio lit up in orange. So before I, I kind of add a little side note, was there anything else that you had about the game or that was pretty much it? That was pretty much it. 
I, I kind of wanted to get into this because I, I told you or I joked about it a little bit before we started getting recording here that I uh, woke up this morning and chose violence on Twitter with the <laughs> podcast. And, you know, it just always irks me when people hate. On, especially on, oh my God, on things. I feel like I've heard this before. Like, on, on I don't know if this is what it's I about, love. but you really yes. don't like haters. I, I don't. I don't like haters. You know, I've, I've grown. I feel like I've had some personal growth when it comes to arguing online on Twitter. Really, the, the growth part of it is that I don't argue about opinions like that. I used to do. I don't do that anymore. I don't argue about opinions. What I do, I guess, find a little bit of enjoyment of is arguing with facts. And and that's what bothers me. And even like dating back to the presidential, the politics stuff, and then even like the vaccine and, and COVID, when I see when I would see stuff on Facebook being posted, like again, it's one thing to have an opinion on something, and that I don't I don't debate opinions, I don't argue opinions because people are entitled to their own opinion. But if you're gonna just say things that are just blatantly wrong or just throw things out there that have no fact backing I, I can't. I can't deal with it. And especially, especially if it's something that I love or enjoy. And so <laughs> I saw something recently, earlier today, again, today's Sunday, uh, December 5th. And I saw something that it was some people talking about the reason we didn't get picked for a better bowl game was because our fans don't travel. When I say our fans, I mean UTSA, Roadrunner fans. And <laughs> apparently that was the big reason. I, I was not happy about it. Again, I... Try to look at facts and I try to say, look, we've been to a few bowl games before and thousands of fans have traveled. We've been to away games before. Thousands of fans have traveled. Neither of us went to the, the Sun Bowl and watched them play UTEP, but we saw the pictures of the UTSA fans that made it out there to yeah, UTEP. Yeah, was amazing. Yeah. It was a ton of UTSA fans and they travel like, like Jeff Trailer, the coach always said, the triangle travels. Like mm-hmm. they, the fans will go see UTSA because they're exciting. I, I don't know. This guy. I don't I know. know what his name. I just saw it while you were talking. I like went in there to try to see my homework about what was going on. And uh, <laughs> guys, Zach went in on this guy. I just, <laughs> he defended I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You and, did and then, us proud. You know, and then he, he just, I think he's just a San Antonio hater, which is weird because in his bio, it says San Antonio born and raised. But then he turned it into like a conversation saying that SA yeah. doesn't show up to sports and like compared us to the Spurs, which is really weird yeah. because I've had the conversation on here before. Like the NBA arenas are different. They're smaller. Like they don't have literally the AT&T Center can only hold like 16,000 or 17. The highest attendance in the NBA is the Bulls this year. And they only they average like 20,000, which right. is a lot less than you'd see in a college football stadium. So anyways, my point is, is that like this guy had no idea what he was talking about. And then someone else came in there, I guess someone who covers high school football. I don't know. He didn't even have his name in his bio. Again, just trying to prove some kind of point and then also try to make the point like, oh, it's disappointing because we can't fill up the Alamo Dome, which is really weird because we're a program that's only 10 years old. And then he tried to compare us to a program like UT. And people of this podcast know that I'm a UT fan when it comes to athletics, but you cannot compare a program that started in the 19th century, literally 1896 or 1893, something like that, 1883, I don't know, when UT football started compared to a program that's 10 years old. It's just really weird Yeah. and um, and doesn't make sense. So anyways, I apologize for any Twitter follower that saw that and was like, oh, wow, this guy's going in. Uh, but, no, but don't yeah, apologize. So, I'm, so I don't I accept that apology. Do that. I don't want you to apologize. <laughs> well, I'm not sorry to him, but I- I'm sorry to our, our any loyal listeners or followers that were like, oh, wow, all right. He's one of those like woke people who's like, I'm a realist and like really you're just being negative. Like, go away. 
just if really you're one strange. Of those people, but... I'm not sorry. You can't cover negative attitudes with realistic attitudes. It's not the same thing. I don't... Really weird. But I will try to keep the UTSA talk to a minimum. Um, I know I mentioned last time on the podcast, this is not a sports podcast, but it has to do with San Antonio, so I had to bring it up. It is. But moving on to the next topic, also happened this weekend, going back to the whole uh, Pedialyte conversation, right? (laughs) I think you were drinking some Pedialyte this weekend. I literally have one in the fridge right now, just cooling down for me. Uh, Yes, I was drinking Pedialyte because today, well, not just today, but this whole weekend was uh, the rock and roll um, half marathon. They do a 5K, 10K half marathon and a full marathon. And your co-host Erica, me, myself and I totally ran a half this morning and I'm exhausted, guys. I am exhausted. Um, So I know nothing about marathons. Um, (laughs) I, I know there's half marathons and there's full marathons. Yeah. I've seen the bumper stickers. It's like 24, like 26 or something, right? Something like that. Six point something for the Okay. Fool. Yeah. I've seen yeah. those little, those little bumper stickers. So yeah. about how many miles is that? So I did the half and I did 13.1 miles. And I okay. just want to say the reason why I even decided to do this, because this has been years in the making. Someone once told me that they ran a half and I looked at them and I was like, if you can do it, I can do it. Um, then I had that, I don't know if I've ever told the listeners about my knee injury because I used to play soccer and then it was like, well, you're never going to run, you know, the same way ever again. But then I started training and for me, it was just one of those accolades that I was like, I must reach this. I must be able to say that I've ran a half even on like a bum knee, you know? And so that's why I set set out to do it and I did it and I'm never going to do it again. That is... It really kicks my butt. I'm like, I'm just, I don't have what like it takes. Like the actual half marathon or the training kicked your butt? Like, or, or just All both. of it. Like, guys, if you are a runner, like, shout out to you. You guys don't get enough credit. But also, maybe you love it so you don't care. But as far as I'm concerned, I sacrificed a lot of fun outings because I'm a very social person and people would invite me to do things and I'm like well I can't go you know I gotta go run six miles I'll see you later you know (laughs) and to me that was so brutal um I thank my friends so much for going out there and cheering me on today but I also told them like if you guys don't show up it's okay because you've let me cancel on our plans uh, you know a ton of times and you're still my friend so that that's enough support for me you guys got me this far But yeah, like you do give up a lot. I didn't change my diet dramatically. I mostly just drank more water than I was used to. And then I kept eating as gross as I always have. So maybe that would have gotten a better outcome. But yeah, completed it in two hours and 30 something minutes. So. Wow. Yeah. I've never done anything like that. So props (laughs) to you for for doing that. The closest thing I've done, I've done one 5K in my life. And it was the Diploma Dash for UTSA. Me too. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I was telling my girlfriend this weekend, like when we're on campus, we went we went to campus this weekend uh, before the game to get some merchandise. Just driving around there again, I was thinking about like the run because, of course, the runs around the campus, right? And so I was like, man, I really want to do it next year because I think it's around like it's the first part of the year, I think, like March or February, something like right, that, or right, April, right. Mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and obviously, it goes to a good cause, right? That's why it's called mm-hmm. Diploma Dash. I really want to do it next year because Let's I I used to be a runner, and for listeners who aren't 
you know, obviously not seeing the visual of this. I'm putting like air quotations. <laughs> I, I call myself a runner. I ran like track like in high school. Like, come on, that doesn't even count, yeah, right? I, mean, um, I, I ran track in high school. After high school, I would just, you know, run in my neighborhood. I'd run anywhere between one, three, four miles. You know, nothing huge. I, again, I didn't do half marathons. I didn't do 5Ks, 10Ks, anything like that. Yeah. Um, I just did that one 5K because it was like, it was one of those like bucket list things. Like, oh, right. I want to do a 5K. That's exactly you know, what this I want to do a 5K. And so I, I did like very minimal training. My training was just like, okay, I'm going to run four times a week. Like I usually do. Like yeah. that was, that was my training. Mm-hmm. And I, but I really enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a little over three miles, right? If you are somewhat of a runner, right? If you run that kind of distance just on a, like a decently regular basis and yeah. it's really not much. Um, mm-hmm. and I think being that you played sports, you probably know the feeling. I, I have a little bit of that competitive nature. So, of course, yes. I want to, like, run faster as, like, people are, like, trying to pass you up, right? You're like, no, I got to mm-hmm. run faster. It's and, <laughs> and of course, and I, and I did that. I, I can't even remember my time. It was probably, like, 24 minutes. That may sound good. I don't know. That sounds Some, about something right like that. a dude. So, yeah. it was, but it was a lot of fun, and I want to do it again this year. I've, I feel like I've fallen off the wagon when it comes to exercising the last, like, year. But, <laughs> you know what? Who hasn't? So, uh, yeah. I blame COVID. I, I'm allowed to blame COVID. <laughs> you are. But I will. I will. This is me telling you right now on the podcast, holding myself accountable that I am going to run the diploma dash next year. So I have to hold myself accountable to it. So do you know anything about the rock and roll half marathon run series, like outside of the run itself? Like, does it benefit something or like benefits St. Jude's hospital? Okay. So, uh, is it like a San Antonio thing or like, no, it actually travels everywhere. Apparently I thought it was a San Antonio thing, but no, it does actually travel. There's like one in Arizona and then there's, I mean, Countless. It just goes throughout the country, and it is a St. Jude's Hospital. That's who it benefits from it, and I think Humana sponsors it along okay. with other businesses. And I, I did want to, sh- you know, I didn't catch their names, but it, even though I'll never, I'll probably never run another half again. There was a lot of local hype. Like there was like a brewery out there. You know Hold how on. they fill up the little cups of water, and then you're yeah. like running and grabbing water, and that's what rock and roll puts out. And then there's like awesome stations that were really just people coming together and saying, Hey, I have an, a local business. I want to, on one end, they're probably using it to promote because they definitely had banners about what they're, what they do. And then on the other hand, they're also cheering us on and putting out little cups of like little baby beer shots, because obviously they don't want us to <laughs> get unhealthy while running. But yeah, there was well, even like a martini station. No, pub run. I, I, oh, well, pub runs on Fridays? Yes, I've done that one. Yeah, like where you actually like run though and like drink and then run. (laughs) That's what I was thinking of when you said that. That's literally what what was was going on. That someone had a sign that said the unofficial official stop and it was something like, and it was like beer and martinis and, oh, and then I I almost want to do like a whole segment on the signs I watched because there was, people that had really funny signs like there was like these little kids holding out you know like you can do it and then on the next one you'll see like smile if you've already peed a little bit and so you automatically (laughs) smile because it's funny like or you know that don't trust that fart and it was just like such funny like (laughs) weird signs we had mariachi out there you were rounding the corner on mile nine and there was a mariachi i think it was mile nine or mile ten and there was mariachis i mean it was the atmosphere was awesome very puro San Antonio. My medal is puro. All that stuff. I'll have to try to do that next we year. We should Not the do half. it. Not the no. half. I don't know. I don't know if I can do the half, but maybe like a 5K or a 10K. Yeah, we could do the 5K. You know? And then we could even have like a setup though. Like it really got me thinking. I was like, we should have a table out here. 
with I like our logo sweet. and yeah and we could invite other podcasters and we could be like the podcast of san antonio and we could just be like cheering people on it could be so fun and you know erica i don't want to gloss over you mentioned it you kind of touched on it but you did it and you've had a prior injury to your knee right yeah and i don't want to gloss over that because i know and i'm not trying to compare my situation to yours but i know what it's like in terms of like having an injury like that i can't remember was it an acl so injury? yeah it was acl and meniscus it was like this cluster of mess in my knee <laughs> i've torn my right acl twice let me tell you like for the listeners not you you already know <laughs> but for the listeners like it is not easy to just run like on a regular basis when you've had a surgery like that in the past it's it's really not like you literally have screws in your knee first of all second of all it's just it's different like I don't know. And, and that's the experience I've had just trying mm-hmm. to pick up running again. Uh, most recently, like last year, I was up to the point where, and again, this is just like for me, but like my goal is like, I want to be in the physical condition where I can just run like two to three miles, maybe a couple times a week. And that's, that's like what I want to do, be able mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And usually when I'm doing well with exercising, that's where I'm at. I'm running like two miles, maybe three times a week. And like, that's where I want to be. But my knee gets so sore. And I stretch, I stretch a lot. Yeah. I drink a lot of water. I, I build up the muscles in my knee. Like I do a lot of leg workouts, be, building up the, the muscles around the knee, right. right? But it's just so tough. Like when you've had an injury like that and then having an injury twice, like yeah. it's just, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. it really is. And so the fact that you were able to like work around that, work with it, power through it and <laughs> still do the half marathon, like that's amazing. So, Thank you. I mean- Applause to you. So Yay. if there's like an applause button, like I had the soundboard, I would like really hit it right now. We really need one of those, right? I know. We really need it because I would like hit it right now. But uh, <laughs> anyways, so that's, no, we, we're definitely going to have to like look into something like that next year because I think that would be sweet. I guess our next topic, if you're ready to move on. So what does San Antonio do for New Year's? New Year's yes. is obviously coming up later this month. Yes. And I thought this was like important because... Yes, I've been here four years, but other than like just partying with, you know, people that have houses or a big enough apartment, I'm like, I don't know what one officially does here. Is there an official New Year's San Antonio thing? Like what, what is out there? Is there a city thing? Is it all just people getting there used together to people's be, houses? <laughs> there used to be, well, my experience, I'll, okay. let's, so let's, yeah. let's back up a little bit. Let's so my us. experience, I grew up far, far Northwest side out by Braun 1604 and because our our good neighbor Ralph, he's a fire, he's still a firefighter. He's been a firefighter for I don't know, probably thirty years now, twenty years, something like Thank that. Thank you, Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, us. because he's been a firefighter and he knew some some guys in the police force and in the, hey. the fire department. You know, we were kind of just allowed to pop fireworks on, and Ooh. we also lived on a cul-de-sac, so it made it easier, right? Not a lot of cars right. coming through, and so that was always a tradition of mine. Is we would always buy a bunch of fireworks on our block. It was like always like I don't know, eight houses or so. We'd get in the cul-de-sac and we just pop fireworks all night right watch the the broadcast in in new york and everything so that was our tradition i never did the downtown thing but there there was a downtown thing and it was usually like at hemisphere and typically what people would do is rent a hotel room like at the palacio del rio or something right at the grand hyatt um some of those hotels downtown and watch the fireworks from either a rooftop bar from like down at hemisphere down the street from their hotel room that's what people would do um, and the fireworks would go off at Hemisphere. I, I think 
they changed that up. I think it was like a virtual thing for last, last year. year because of COVID. But that was kind of like the city thing to do. Now, mm-hmm. that said, I mean, you could literally look it up on an Eventbrite or just type it into Google. There's a ton of like events, like New Year's events that they're mm-hmm. having. The one that keeps popping up the most is the Howl at the Moon one. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know if that's just like inside or if they're going to like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. I know that nowadays there's a ton more rooftop bars here in San Antonio that you can probably watch the the fireworks show from when I used to live at the Vistana, which is now I think called the Inspire uh, by Market Square. They have an amenity deck on the sixth floor that looks east from the west side of downtown. So of course you can see the tower. You can see all of that. It used to be so cool. I lived there for about a year and a half before that. My grandfather lived there for about seven years. And so there, there was one or two years where we went to his apartment. Um, And of course, when I lived down there, we went to the amenity deck and we would watch the fireworks show from there. So that was really cool. But I don't know. Have you seen any events that like piqued your interest or anything that stood out? The only one I know about, and it's going to cost a pretty penny, at least as far as I'm very frugal. I refuse to call myself cheap, but um, the tower, (laughs) obviously the tower. I don't know if it's just like a flex. If you said that, you know, oh, I did New Year's at the tower, um, the chart house (laughs) thing or not. But um that one I saw is, a, I think, $250 a ticket. Obviously, that's cool because if the fireworks go off right by it, you're like eye to eye with fireworks. So that sounds kind of cool. But um, no, I mean, other than that, I hadn't seen other New Year's parties, but we're trying to make plans. We've actually, me and my boyfriend love to entertain and host people. So we've actually hosted New Year's parties as well. I don't know. We're kind of like, should we host another one or just you know, go to these cool places that offer it already. In El Paso, that's what my parents do. They just buy a ticket to uh, like a hotel party thing. And I mean, it's so much fun and a lot of stuff is already included. So it's almost like the price is worth it. And I don't know. So I was like, this is something, this is juicy. I want to hear from the listeners and see what they do. Like, what does San Antonio do for New Year's? We're going to have to post something on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, and ask, like, what do the listeners do? I'm sure we're going to get a mixed bag. I, I really do think it's one of those things, you know, we talked about bucket list items. I feel like one of those things is to go to a hotel downtown and do watch the fireworks show down nice. there. I feel like that is one of those bucket list things. You know who should get behind, like, a party, a New Year's Eve party? The Frost Tower. I'm looking at it on your, like, co- like the photo that you have behind you. And I'm like, the Frost Tower might should have something. I could see that. One of the the podcasts that, that you did in the past was you were talking to someone who had a, a reception up in the, in the top of the tower. It got me thinking, like, that's not being rented out right now. <laughs> and so there needs to be more stuff like that because you can get, like, literally a 360 panorama of the city. Like, exactly. why are we not utilizing this space? Exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. It was um, Dax Moreno and Yumi. I guess she's now Moreno as well because they got married. But that was when I was doing the other podcast. And I just wanted to shout you out, Dax and Yumi. <laughs> uh, you'll forever be in my heart. You guys were amazing. Love your energy. We'll always aspire to love the way you guys love each other. <laughs> so I like that. Uh, but yeah, that's like it, it kind of actually made me feel a little bad because I was like, man, that's something I would love to do. And I probably won't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But Someday. that... Again, that that space up there needs to be utilized for events like that. Yeah. And you know what? Hilton Palacio, when you named that, they do have some pretty amazing ballrooms up on the, I don't know what floor it is, but it's got to be somewhere up high, like 10th, 12th floor. You know, the other traditions that are out there for San Antonio, and 
I'm not just saying this is a San Antonio thing. In fact, I don't know if it's just a San Antonio thing. I don't know if it's a Hispanic thing. I don't know if it's a Southside thing. But for Southside. my girlfriend's family, which is where I've spent New Year's the last two, maybe three years. I want to say two. Uh, they, her parents, she grew up on the Southside. And what we would do is, of course, they, they hosted there and they had, I don't know, 20, 30 people. And what people would do on that block is like literally up and down the block, you could see it is you would burn your Christmas tree. <gasps> so I don't know. I don't know if that's a Southside thing. I don't know if it's a San Antonio oh. thing. I don't know if it's a Hispanic thing. It might be all three. Who knows? Or two of those three. I don't know. The point I is, that's that. a tradition that happens on the Southside down where, I mean, around that area. And so, which is kind of near like a 35 and division area, if anyone's familiar. Uh, but literally go down. Well, don't go down there. Uh, but if you the have family, things, maybe, yeah, um, the, the tradition is you get your Christmas tree, you put it out. And obviously this is like, if you had a real Christmas tree, right. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. put it out in the middle of the street for new year's and you line it up with black cats or whatever you got. Right. Oh and you literally God. just set that sucker on fire and just let it go. And again, it's not her family. That's like down the street. You saw it happening. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen this happen before, oh but it's gosh. so, but it's so funny because it's like, that's the tradition. I am fascinated by this. So, and like, I'm going to have to like post a video. Maybe we not. I don't know. To ask, we have to ask <laughs> the listeners. That is, I've never heard of that before. So, so it's, it, it's got to be. It's not an El Paso thing. I'll tell you that. It's not an El Paso. We're, we're going to have to figure that out. We are. But that speaking of traditions for New Year's, that is one <laughs> that I have to say. Is, so if it is a Southside thing, I shout out to the Southside. I Amanda on the show. Like, Amanda, where did this start? I know. Talk I have to, to like, about ask the origins. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had about the, uh, the New Year's. You know, um, I know you put it in the notes and we want to remind the listeners Wait, did the listeners know no. in the last episode? No. We didn't announce mm-hmm. it, right? It's time to reveal it. Yeah, we didn't know yet. We didn't know yet. We found out. Okay. Well, to, you yeah. do the honors of saying it. Okay, guys. So it's official. We are now in the running for Best of the City 2022. Wow. You did yes. that. You did that. Thank you. We did a lot of work. I know you asked a lot of people. I asked a lot of people. Our Twitter warriors, followers, yes. listeners, I think did a lot of work too. Yes. Uh, literally, you guys are I think I just posted about it once or twice on Twitter and yeah. people went at it. Yeah. I mean, I just kept getting replies and mentions like done, 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 done. Yes. Like they had just voted. I mean, uh, nominated. Yes. And I was checking. I don't know about you. I get a little passionate, a little weird about these things. But literally that night, like at midnight, I was like refreshing to see if like we oh were gosh. on there. Yeah. Uh, we weren't. I think the latest I checked was like a little after midnight. I was like, okay, they haven't updated it yet. Right. And I was getting so nervous because I saw on the San Antonio Magazine website, they already had the ad like vote now, vote now for best of the city. But if you clicked on it, it said 404 page not available. So you knew they were like getting it ready. But I was like, oh, I was like so anxious. And so like first thing in the morning, I think I woke up like at 645. Not not for that, for something else. And I woke <laughs> up and I was like, I got to check. Like literally before I hopped in the shower, I checked and I was like, there it is. I saw it. SA Podcast Network was one Dude. of the four picked. So I'm so excited. We have another shot, right? This is the next step. Another mm-hmm. shot at being back to back. Best of the city, local podcast. So listeners, listeners, it's up to you guys. I mean, we're going to ask. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. But it is up to you guys. Go in there. Vote on your work email. Vote on your personal email. By the way, this time. So the nomination, you can only do once. But the voting, you can do once per day. So... Every day that you can remember, set an alarm. I don't know. Put it on your to-do list, on your phone, Please. something. Uh, when, you, when you listen to the episode, we probably need to get a little better about announcing it like in the first part, right? Yeah. Just as like a reminder. Uh, yeah. but, but 
go in there, vote. All you get, you don't even have to type anything in this time. You literally just click SA Podcast Network, click vote, and you're done for the day. And then wow. do it again the next day. How long so, is this going for, Zach? So December 1st through 29th is, is how long you have to vote. Again, it's once per day. Um, and then from my experience, I think they send the notification out in February. So it's going to be like real tough going for us because we're probably going to be anxious about it, not knowing who the winner is. Because again, the voting ends at the end of December, but we're probably not going to know until the end of January or oh, early February. Um, so we're going we to figure that really out. made it really easy for you guys. It's on our link in bio. Like, come on. It's our first button. It's so easy for you. Just go do it. And and we'll keep sharing it. We'll keep sharing it. Uh, but we really appreciate it, you guys. Uh, do you want to name so some of the other people that are in the running, maybe? You know what? Let me go through that. I know for sure. I went to go grab coffee at Early Bird Coffee the other day. Um, they are in I've the never running. been. I was surprised it's near how like good Hebner it was. It's near like Hubner or Hubner Oaks. Or- yeah, so it's on those, uh-huh, those shopping centers, Hubner Oaks shopping centers, um, right across from the Chipotle. <laughs> and it was, you know what? This guy is so nice. I wish I knew his name. I told him, hey, Dairy and me don't go very well, but I really want to try your horchata latte. And uh, he got it covered. He was like, listen, that's regular, you know, milk with rice or whatever, the rice milk that they have. And But I'm going to make you one with oat milk and we'll figure it out. And oh, my God, that's not even the official ochata drink. And I was like, that's it. There it is. This is where I'm going to come for my ochata latte, which is saying a lot because a lot of businesses have an ochata latte. Um, no offense to everybody else, but I'm not very impressed by it. So I wasn't expecting to be impressed by early bird coffees. Really good. So... Hmm. I'm just I'm go check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's that see. Could have I'm been looking at recommendation. How dumb. <laughs> I'm looking up some of these, and okay. So for bakery, of course, bakery Lorraine's on there. That's always a uh, fan favorite. What? La Panaderia is on there. Bakery um, Lorraine. It's on there. It is. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to vote for La Panaderia. That's just my personal opinion. I enjoyed eating there. Uh, downtown when I used to work downtown. I'd never been in the actual, like the other location. I think mm-hmm. it's on Broadway. But the downtown one I enjoyed. Uh, barbecue. I Is don't know. Is Pinkerton any of these... on there? They're not. And that's <gasps> what I was thinking. You know, and, but they're not local though. Oh. They're from Houston. Ugh. That said, I do want to give a shout out to them. I don't, I don't know if they're listening, but I want to give a shout out to them because they've been really supportive of UTSA since they've got here. I know he's, I think he's like a UT grad. He's a big UT football fan, Grant Pinkerton, but they've been real supportive. I think they even like sponsor with the NIL rules where you can pay the student athletes. Nice. I think they actually sponsor like one of the athletes um, nice. for, for UTSA. So that's really cool. But they're not on here, unfortunately. But 2M Smokehouse is, and 2M Smokehouse is excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, that's who I would vote for out of these four. Uh, I'm just kind of going, I, I don't want to go through every single one, but I'm looking at the ones that stand out to me. Breakfast and brunch. I've never been to Culture Cafe or Comfort Cafe for that matter, but I've been to NOLA. NOLA's pretty good. I know they moved. I haven't been to their new location, uh, but I went to the old location of NOLA. Uh, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not my favorite, but uh, <laughs> Breakfast Taco, Eddie's Taco House. You know, I went there once with my mom, uh, I think a couple months ago for the first time, that's which good. is surprising because that's like a staple apparently. And um, it was pretty good. It was It was pretty good. I'm surprised to see Bill Miller barbecue on here, especially after they got rid of their corn tortillas. It's honestly, I mean, not impressed would be like like giving them too much credit, saying not impressed. So shame on the voters for having Bill Miller's on there. <laughs> uh, but Con Huevos is going to get my vote every single time. In fact, I will set an alarm for that. 
Yeah. I'm putting Conuevos on there. I'm making sure they win because the oh, I will drive to the east side to get Conuevos. I do wow. not care. Coffee early. Oh, you said early bird, right? Yeah, yeah. You said yeah. early bird. They're, They're good. on there. You gotta try Medina them. Medina River coffee's on there. Ooh. Medina, I love Medina. I've met you. Most guys, so a lot of our collaboration before I was officially on the podcast, we were meeting up at Medina. Yep. That's a hard choice. Early bird coffee, Tandem San Antonio. Damn. I don't know if you've been to Tandem on the south I side. They're, they're pretty cool. Okay. They're pretty cool. Uh, Summer Moon is Summer is pretty good. Like the vibes in there. And then Medina River. Wow. Those are some good choices. Damn, I'm in Those love with Medina choices. River's coffee cake and the people. Girl, shout out to you. I can't remember your name, but you're always so sweet and you always give me such great recommendations. Thank you so much. Yeah, that, those are some good ones. The ones, the other ones, and again, I could just go through all this, but the other ones I wanted to shout out on here too because I thought it was pretty exciting. Athlete, it's all so, okay. The athletes yes, that are on that. here: Devin Vassell, San Antonio, uh, the Spurs. Sorry, Sincere McCormick, UTSA. I'm sorry that they're going to have to get my vote. Sincere, uh, look, was, I'm a Spurs amazing. fan. I'm a Spurs fan. I really am, and I really like the potential with Devin Vassell and Josh Primo. And they're on here, but I'm going to have to go with Sincere McCormick. Not just because I'm we're alumni, I'm alumni, whatever. And you play for UTSA. Little do people know, he went to Stevenson Middle School before he went to, uh, which is in Northside, before he went to Judson High School. Mm-hmm. And I went to Stevenson Middle School. So Wildcat Pride there. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then the other one I wanted to say was the mascot. And again, this is a tough one because you have the Balapeno, which again is like traditional here then the spurs coyote which will probably end up winning but again i'm gonna have to stick with utsa and go yeah. with rowdy so me as you well you know what utsa gets my what is it called straight ticket just, yeah. it's just utsa is gonna be like my straight. It's i wish UTSA, you could just like click, on click utsa and it just like fills up all the utsa ones that. but um but i'm gonna have to go with that one but that's pretty much it um yeah. i don't know if there's any other ones you wanted to shout out no no um but that's going to do it for this segment. We're going to take another quick break and then uh, we'll come back with a, uh, with a little recommendation for you guys. Hey guys, it's Zach from the podcast. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement, but I don't just stop there. If you have any questions regarding life insurance, Medicare, or of course your retirement plan, I'd be happy to help. I'm an independent advisor and work with over 10 different companies. I'm able to meet with you via Zoom, in person, or even over the phone. If you'd like to schedule a free meeting, you can email me at zesperiqueta at outlook.com, or you can simply text me at 210-760-0409 for a schedule link. Also, be sure to follow me at Zach SB Advisor. I'm looking forward to meeting with you. Birds up and Viva San Antonio. All right, so welcome back into SA Talk. This week, I'm going to give my local recommendation. Erica did last week. The one I want to give, and I was looking through some of the best of the city voting. So for the best dog-friendly fun out there, they had four, just like everything else, Dog and Pony Grill, Backyard on Broadway, Hops and Hounds, and Elsewhere Garden Bar and Kitchen. So my recommendation this week is going to be the one I'm voting for here, which is going to be Hops and Hounds. So Erica, have you ever been to Hops and Hounds? I have. My dog is, uh, he made quite an impression. <laughs> oh, like good or bad? It was good. People really like Jack. He's very, uh, I call him an instigator. He just knows how to make everybody play even <laughs> when they don't want to play. So We went to Hops and Hounds a few times around when they opened up um, a couple years ago. And we had a good time. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it was a couple years ago, right? Maybe last year. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like with COVID, it, everything feels like it's been multiple years. But <laughs> Tops and Hounds um, opened not too long ago. They're located at 13838 Jones Maltzberger Road, of course, here in San Antonio, Texas. And the zip code is 78247. There used to be another restaurant establishment there in that same building before. And I can't think of the the name, but it was like an indoor-outdoor area. The kids could play there. It's kind of like Biggs, if everyone, if anyone's familiar with Biggs, where you can, like the, you can take the kids, you can eat inside or outside, and the kids can play like in the yard. But what they did with Hops and Hounds is they made it dog-friendly. So, of course, I mean, the kids can kind of play too, but they actually have like a dog park there for the dogs to play in. So not only can you have your dog with you while you're eating, drinking, hanging out, but you can also let them roam free in the in the dog park. So and it's, it's very spacious. They don't, on, on their menu, at least I can't find it, on their menu, from what I remember, they had like a little drink menu that had dog names and there was some dog name or there was some drink with like a dachshund name and so of course that's the one i got and it was pretty good of course the listeners might know i have a dachshund so we had to get that one it was pretty good i i enjoyed my experience there uh food was food was good drinks were good i know at the time i just had hova my dachshund and he had a good time there so we haven't made it back so it's probably almost been a year since the last time we went but I, I recommend them just because of the spacious area they have for the dogs to play. And of course, you can also get the food and drinks there. You can follow them on Instagram. I think they're at Hops Hounds SA on Instagram. Look them up on Facebook, too. But yeah, I, I enjoyed my time there at Hops and Hounds. So I hope you guys do, too. If you have a dog, if you have a dog and you want to take them out somewhere, not every place out there is dog friendly, uh, unfortunately. That's true. But, but they are. And I think I, I like that. I, you know, I've been to a few places outside of San Antonio that have like a dog friendly menu. They actually, they literally mm-hmm. have like a separate menu just for dogs and or just pets, um, usually just dogs. <laughs> but I, I think it's cool. And I think more outdoor places should have that, especially if the owners notice that a lot of people are bringing dogs there. It's one thing if you don't notice a lot of dogs showing up. Like, okay, then I get it. But... If you know a lot of people are bringing dogs to your establishment, I don't know. You can maybe make some money there, like charging people yeah. for like a dog treat, a dog Ooh. entree. I don't know. Something like that. Dog entree. Um, yeah. I remember we went to this place one time in San Diego and we ate at this little seafood restaurant, but they literally had a dog menu at the seafood restaurant. It was crazy. I can't remember what what was on there, but I was just like, we do not have enough of this in San Antonio uh, when I saw that. So anyways, we got to bring it. I think Hops and Hounds has something like that. So, but there's got to be more establishments, but visit Mm -hmm. Hops and Hounds. If you do have a dog and you want to take them out and you want to enjoy an ice cold beer or a drink or food and take your pup or doggo out there. Well, with that said, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of SA Talk. I want to give a huge thank you to all the repeat listeners. It means a lot to Eric and I that you keep listening week in and week out. Um, hope you enjoy the content, especially more of the pictures that we've been putting up on Instagram lately. And of course, all the UTSA content. Sorry, not sorry <sighs> on Twitter. Um, I also want to thank any new listeners that we've picked up along the way, especially recently, especially if you're a UTSA fan, you've been checking us out. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Also Welcome. encourage you to <laughs> also encourage you to check out the other series, Searching for San Antonio. And by the way, Erica, I don't know if you know this, mm. but and I think the listeners do know because i've checked some of the data sorry my dog was dreaming right now <sighs> um but erica i don't know if you know this you can actually subscribe to each individual series like let's say you just want to hear essay talk and you're not really you know digging the the interview series for whatever reason mm-hmm. you can just subscribe to essay talk and same <gasps> thing with the interview series so same thing whether whether you listen on spotify or apple podcasts 
just look up the names and you can subscribe individually if you just want those. And there are a couple, I know, because I've looked at the episodes when I upload them to both. And I've seen that there mm-hmm. are some people that just listen to the individual episodes. So interesting. But listeners, if you didn't know that, you can definitely do it. Otherwise, you can just stay tuned right here in the San Antonio Podcast Network and listen to both. If you want to help the podcast out, you can also go on Apple Podcasts and leave a rate and review. Erica, I know you were going to try to campaign for that a little bit. Do it. Definitely yes. go on there. It helps us out. I think we have 30. I I think we should make a goal for ourselves to have like 40 in the next, I don't know, what would you say? Three months? Two months? I don't know. Three months sounds good. Yeah, I think three months. That's a quarter, right? Of a year. So if we can yeah. get like 10 more reviews on there or rates, rate and review, whatever. Um, it definitely helps us out um, when new listeners are trying to, or prospective listeners are trying to search the podcast. Um, lastly, if you know any business owner or you yourself are a business owner and you're looking to advertise with a podcast, a great local podcast, a podcast that has a chance at getting back-to-back Best of the City Awards, <sighs> you can reach out to me or Erica at our first name at sapodnetwork.com. Guys, listeners, thank you all again. Have a wonderful rest of the week. See you again next week and Viva San Antonio. Viva San Antonio.